This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to 19 Cats and Counting. I guess I should change the name. As a lot of you know, I took in a 20th cat. That's my maximum. So his name is Maxwell. We'll get back to that later. I have such a wonderful guest on the show today. Somebody that I've known since high school, but don't ask me what year that was. I'm not telling. Uh, we'll be back to introduce Maria Lakata, my friend, and her Jewelry with a Purpose line, MCL Jewelry Designs. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose. Your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting with my awesome guest, Maria Licata. I've known Maria since way back in high school. My days back in Buffalo, New York. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm good, Rita. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to talk about your jewelry line, why you started it. I have quite a few of your pieces and I love them all. I don't know if you noticed, but whenever I do an on-camera interview, I'm wearing one of your necklaces. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I know you were originally called Jewelry with a Purpose because you started this company, this organization, because you had a purpose in mind. Tell me about how you got started. Well, I started, I actually started making jewelry about 15 years ago and was going to retire about three years ago. And then I decided that I wanted to combine my love for making jewelry and my love for animals. So I started jewelry with a purpose and the purpose being, I want to donate back to animal organizations and animal rescues that need help with fundraising. So that's why I started that. Oh, I love that because, you know, you're an animal lover like me and there's so many out there and so many good causes and you want to give to everyone, but you just can't. Yes, it's, it's impossible. But uh -huh. like I said, everybody needs the help. They do. And I know you and I were also both in Los Angeles at the same time. Did you start your MCL designs while you were still in L.A.? I did, actually. No, actually, it, it went through... A couple of different names. I believe it started with Rochella Designs. Mm -hmm. And Rochella was actually the town my grandmother was from in Sicily. Right. But nobody knew how to pronounce it, so we had to scrap that one. And then <laughs> we went on to True Passion Jewelry. And then went on to MCL Jewelry Designs. And Jewelry with Purpose came about three years ago. Well, purpose, passion, I mean, your purpose is your passion, is your it, love for animals. It really is. So then you moved out to Vegas. 
Yes. What, what prompted you to move to Vegas? Well, my brother was living in L.A. when I was living in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he moved to Vegas. And I didn't have any family left in, in California. And um, I had just left my one job. And my brother's like, come out to Vegas. You'll love it out here. And I've been here ever since. It's been since 2015. I love it. The cost of living so much better. And that's one reason I'm not in LA anymore. My parents retired to the Carolinas where I used to live. So I came back here to be near family, better cost of living, all of that. It's wonderful. It's so awesome that you're able to be near your brother still and that you've been able to carry your passion for animals and you're, you're volunteering to Vegas with you. I know you foster a lot of animals. Tell me about that. What's it like to be a foster? I'm a foster failure. Well, I was a foster failure in California. I was supposed to have my friend's cat until he moved to a new place. And I fell in love with her. And he was actually moving to the Pacific Northwest. And he wasn't going to be able to keep her. So, yeah. So he was going to try to find a home for her. And he says, could you just watch her until I do? And I'm like, sure, that's not a problem. And fell in love with her. And had her for nine years. She was until she was 17. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Right now you're fostering two adorable little kittens. I know you would love to keep them. I'm hope I'm hoping you do, but they're so cute. Tell me about them and how you, uh, who you're fostering them for. Actually, I am going to be a foster fail. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Yay! I know, I know. I, um, Went to visit my best friend and her husband in Palm Springs a couple of weeks ago. And their backyard for the last few years, since they moved there, has been like a breeding ground for pharaohs. Oh, so many. So they, yes. So they've, they've trapped them. They've fixed them. The ones that could be domesticated, they found homes for. It's been going on for the last almost six years. Mm-hmm. So they said that there were two new ones in their backyard and they had to bring them in because it was 120 degrees in the yard oh, goodness. and they were, and they were just so tiny. So they brought them in the bottle fed. They started eating wet food, like very quickly using the litter box. Good. They fell in love with them, but they couldn't keep them. Uh-huh. So I was going out to visit anyways. And I said, listen, I'll take them back with me because if they brought them to Palm spring shelter, Right. then if they probably would not have had a very good outcome. I understand. So um, I'm like, no, we're not going to let that happen. So they came back with me with the intention of finding them a good home because I do have friends with cat rescues out here. Right. And actually, this is probably going to be their home. So I fell in love with them and uh, they're just amazing. I know you can't see this because it's recorded, but I'm smiling brightly because I kind of knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> But so you did find them a good home and they're so adorable. They're so little. How old were they when you got them? Uh, Like six weeks, seven weeks, something like that. They were six weeks, I believe. I took them to the vet last week for their wellness check. And actually, if the numbers work out right, tomorrow will be their two month birthday. Wow. So yeah, they got their, you know, they got their first set of shots. We're going to go back and, uh, three weeks to get the second set. And the vet said they're healthy. They're, they're doing great. Now you, is there one boy and one girl? No, they're both girls. Oh, they're both girls. Good. You don't both need to girls. worry about juggling. I've yeah. had that where I've taken in a boy and girl kitten at the same time. And I've had to make sure I got one of them fixed before 
we had a mistake. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what I was getting worried about. So when she came in and she, cause I told her, I said, I'm not sure if Panda is a boy or a girl. So when she walked back in, she says, you're girls. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> that takes some of the worry right out of that. That's awesome. Yes. So how do you, when you're selling your jewelry, do you decide where the profit goes, like where the, the donation goes, or do the people who buy the jewelry tell you who they'd like the donation to go to? How do you, how does this work? Well, it depends if they have a specific and it has to be a registered 501c3. Good. Yes. If they have a specific organization, they would like the money to go to, then that's where it will go to. If they don't, then it will go to the organization that I'm with, which is Potastic Friends. Tell me more about them. How did you get involved with them? I got involved with uh, Michael and Melissa Novelli are the founders of Plotastic Friends. And they started it in late December. Two, I think it was December 2016, around there. Mm-hmm. And um, it all began when they were volunteering at the Nevada SPCA. They would go in and they would take videos of the dogs and they would post them online to try to help them get homes. Right. And they wanted to do more. So they started Podtastic Friends. And what they do is they work with, um, I should say, we work with 20 local rescues. Mm-hmm. And we raise money to get the funding for the dogs to go to training, whether it's water therapy or um, commands or social skills. Any training these dogs need, we will pay for. I love it. And yeah, so far since... They started, they've, uh, I think we've adopted out over 360 dogs. <gasps> wow. Yes. That's amazing. See, making yeah. them sociable and teaching them some basic skills, some basic cues and commands, mm-hmm. you know, that makes them so much more adoptable. Right. Now there were maybe 16 or 17 dogs at a local shelter that were going to be put down. And oh. Melissa said, not until I evaluate them. She went and spent all day at the shelter looking at these dogs. And she says, I'm going to find rescues. She called all of our rescues and said, listen, you have to pull these dogs. We're putting them in the training program. Wouldn't you know every single dog got a loving home? (gasps) I love that. I love that. That's what it takes is somebody to look at these dogs and properly evaluate them because I know that the uh, the rescues have a lot more skill set in evaluation than the shelters do. You know, the right. state-run shelters, they've got these tiny budgets. You know, they've got a lot of turnover. They've got people there who have like three seconds to decide, is this cat or dog adoptable or not, right? And exactly. they really don't have anyone to work with them and make them adoptable. That's not what they're about, unfortunately. It should right. be, but that's not that's not what they have the ability to do so my mom runs here the humane society of lancaster south carolina and that's what she was doing for a long time was evaluating the dogs in the shelter and hooking them up with local rescue so that they could have a chance to have a home and unfortunately cats sometimes they don't get as much attention in rescue and shelter as the dogs do just because there's so many more cats than dogs right that are in the system That's very true. Yes. And that's why I love buying your necklaces. And I know you've given me a few. And I I turned around and donated to your one of your causes because Mm -hmm. that's what it's all about is the money going 
where it can do the most good. I love wearing them whenever I do a video interview or something. I love to wear them because I want people to ask me, where did you get that? So that I can promote your awesome cause. Thank you. Well, we're not quite to break time, but I'm going to take a little break early because when I come back, I want to talk to you about where you went this weekend. Okay. (laughs) We'll find out after this short message from one of our awesome sponsors. Are you listening to this right now with a cell phone clenched between your teeth as you frantically flip pages on your paper calendars? Or are you a new breed of groomer, bred for speed and efficiency of movement? 123 Pet Software automates your communications, doing the reminding, confirming, thanking, and marketing for you. 123 Pet centralizes your schedule, employees, clients, inventory, and more. 123 Pet is the business management software you need. Start minding your business today. Visit 123petsoftware.com. Corpchak, his coat is very thick. He's an Akita, German Shepherd, Lab, Husky Mix, Harold, the Border Collie Pit Mix. He has the most beautiful jet black coat. Stuart, my rat carrier, has fur now where he never had it before. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite will give them a beautiful, lustrous coat. It will make you smile. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with 19 Cats and Counting. If I didn't say it before, I'm your host, Rita Reimers. And I have the awesome Maria Licata, who has started MCL Jewelry Designs as a way to help fund some of the causes, some of the local rescues that she works with in Las Vegas, and also where we can buy some jewelry. And it doesn't have to be dog or cat jewelry. She has all kinds of jewelry where we can say, hey, I want your donation to go to my favorite cause, which is, and you tell Maria what it is, and she makes sure they get the donation. Mm -hmm. But what I really want to talk about is you went to the Best Friends Shelter uh, Rescue organization this weekend and you spent you spent the night there didn't you i did um uh, tell me all about it this has been one of my dream trips for quite a few years i've always wanted to visit best friends animal sanctuary in Kanab, utah and um i just didn't expect it to be so emotional and and just so just absolutely wonderful it, uh, we stayed, it, this was a surprise gift from my, my boss and his wife and uh, his mother-in-law for my birthday. Oh, I love it. And, oh, happy yeah. belated birthday. Sorry, I missed it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, my, uh, my boss's wife is a very good friend of mine and she hadn't been there in like 15 years. She had gone with her mother. So we went and I'm telling you, it's just the most amazing place that I've, I've ever seen. Just acres and acres and acres oh. of beautiful land and uh they house so many dogs i actually took a picture of the percentage of animals that they have there which i thought the dogs would be number one it's be probably cats with. isn't it it is cats it's 41 percent cats are housed there what else and do they have besides cats and dogs do they have some other animals too yes they do they have uh parrots 
They have Ooh. 8% of parrots. They have, they call them their wild friends. We went on the wild friends tour, which is like ravens and desert tortoises. And they had wow. a mink and they had owls and just beautiful, these beautiful animals. They have uh, 14% of them. Then there's, they have horses and pigs and rabbits and they have 1% barn animals. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. So I, I would have loved to have been able to go uh, to have gone on more tours, um, but we were only there overnight. So we did Dogtown uh-huh. and we did the Wild Friends. And then we went up to Angel's Landing where that's the, the resting area for animals who have passed. Oh. And it was, it was very emotional up there. It really was. So it was just, uh, like I said, it was a dream come true for me. And I, I want to be able to go back for a longer visit next time. Yeah, I had some clients when I was a pet sitter in Los Angeles that she and her husband would go and spend a week every fall, I think it was, they went. Mm-hmm. And she said there's so much to the place you can't even imagine. Yeah, it's- there is. Like I said, there's acres and acres. And everyone that works there, they're just so wonderful. And just you learn so much just going on one of the tours. Did you stay on the premises? Do they have a facility where you can stay overnight? We didn't, but they do. They have cabins. Uh-huh. And they had they I think what's new, not maybe not recently new, but it's pretty new is the RV. You could park RVs up there now. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we stayed down the road at a place called the Roadhouse in Mercantile. Mm-hmm. And the rooms there, you would not expect when you open the door to see what what it, these rooms are just unbelievable. I they, saw your um, photos on Facebook, the beautiful room. Oh, they, you know, it's just, I wasn't expecting that. And at the end of the, at the foot of the bed, there's like a little drawer. What you think is my, is a drawer and you pull it out and it's a dog bed. So your dogs can sleep. <gasps> oh my gosh. How awesome. Yeah. And you can bring, uh, there was somebody staying there that had three big dogs. Wow. So they welcome your animals. They encourage you to bring your animals. So that could be in a cat bed, too. Sure. You could fit, like, maybe five cats on there. Wow. Or, or 20, in your case. So I wonder, I don't know how their adoptions work, but if you're thinking of adopting, can you, like, stay there and, like, take the animal of your choice and stay overnight with it to see if you get along? Do they do that? No, I heard that if you stay in the cabins, uh-huh. that you could... This is pre-COVID. I'm not sure if they're doing it now. Oh, right. That's true. Take an animal to spend the night in the room with you. I believe you could. That would be a great way to see, especially if you have a dog and you're trying to adopt a dog or cat to see if they get along. You know, because that's a big part of the equation is making sure all your pets get along together. Yes, exactly. And behind behind the the motel, they have a beautiful. They've got like a little dog run, uh, one for bigger dogs, one for smaller dogs, and it's just. I'm going to post a lot more pictures on my Facebook page. I hadn't had a chance to do that yet, but it's just absolutely beautiful. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing them. It sounds like it's, they've been around for years and years, so it sounds like it's very well organized and they've got it running really well, like like a well-oiled machine, right? It, it is. It really is. Well, someday I would love to. I would love to go out there. My fear is I won't want to come back. 
That's, I don't know if they'd let, like take me on with my 20 cats. <laughs> you never know. They're they're very welcoming people. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they said bring them all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Could you imagine? I already did one cross country trip with 17 cats. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> that, that's a whole show right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but it was definitely um you could probably spend, you know, I would love to go to volunteer, to be honest with you. I would love to volunteer for a long weekend. That's one thing I miss with COVID is, um, you know, not being able to be active out there, volunteer or do anything much with with the animals that need homes. I can't really take in anymore. Obviously can't foster because I would have 45 cats instead of 20. Right. Uh, 20 is my max. I never go over 20 ever, ever. No matter who brings me what now, the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a hard word to say, too. It really is. I mean, for a while, I wanted to open a um, senior cat sanctuary. It's still in the back of my mind. Linda Hall and I would love to do that. But then we think the first day, we're probably going to be full. And then after that, we're going to have to say no. And that really is hard to say. I don't know how we would ever do it. I don't know how these organizations don't go nuts, you know. I know. Well, yeah. best, best friends is huge. They probably can take on more than than the average. But like the ones that we would be volunteering with, the local ones, they've got a limit, just like everyone else. And Thank how you. do you say no without crying? I don't know. I know exactly. I know best friends roughly has about sixteen hundred animals right now. Whoa. Yeah. So. That's a lot. She must have a lot of volunteers or paid employees to help take care of them. They do. There's a large staff. Really large staff. I had on the founder of Cat House on the Kings not long ago, Lynette, and she said, oh, no, we don't do any volunteers. We pay everybody to come and take care of all these, you know, because I've got 700 cats and they even have some dogs now there. So it really is, you know, a cause where you people want to be involved, but everybody has to make a living. So the only way to dedicate your life to it truly is to find a way to make enough money to live while you're following your passion. And that's a hard thing to do. It's very hard. It really is. Because I know uh, Michael and Melissa from Potastic Friends, they mm-hmm. they both have full-time jobs and they're working full-time with Potastic Friends. So it's, it's tough. When do they sleep? Hardly ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of work. I love that name, Catastic Friends. I love that name. Yeah. So, you know, I love that you're able to help both cats and dogs with your jewelry line. Tell me some about the designs that you have and, and how do you come up with them? And, and can people request certain colors? How does it work? Well, the dog and cat crystal necklaces, the ones like you have, um, I have a bunch of different pendants, different dog ones, different cat ones. And they could have them custom made, whatever length they want, you know, whatever pendant they want. So those can definitely be custom ordered. My regular jewelry line, I just, just whatever comes to mind. I I don't, every every great once in a while, I'll have an idea in my head and I'll try to, try to, you know, make a necklace or a pair of earrings or a bracelet. Um, It doesn't always come out that way. Sometimes it comes out much better than I anticipated, which is you know, That's awesome. Nice. That's always yeah, great. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, the dog and cat crystal necklaces, those can be pretty much any color and they get to choose the pendant. I think my favorite one is the pendant where the cat is scratching on the scratching post. Yeah, that was that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's been popular. That one, that and the cute kitty one. 
I think I have that one. Don't I have that one? I have yeah, a few. Yeah, I think you do have that one. I don't know if I have all the cat ones yet. If I don't, I have to work on that. <laughs> um, I love the bracelet you sent me. It was not cat or dog, but it was so beautiful. The green. I love that. Oh, I'm glad you like that. I thought that, um, I wonder, do you make anything like that where people put their hair up in a ponytail? I thought that would be beautiful to be in your hair to keep your ponytail back. I've never made the hair scrunchies. I would probably have to make sure like the elastic is triple just so when they go to yeah. twist it and tie it, it doesn't break and there's beads all over the place. Right. Uh, especially if they have animals, you know. <laughs> right. That's, right. Yeah, that's, that would be kind of scary. But um, I've never tried that. Well, I thought it would be beautiful. Yeah. Maybe I came up with a little idea. I don't know. Yeah, you could try it. <laughs> Let me know if it works out. I, w- I would love to buy some of those. Okay. Well, you know, you get the family discount. You know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I shouldn't. It should go to the <laughs> discount should go to whatever rescue or shelter right. you're working with. I noticed that you sell some things that are fan based also. Like I saw some something. Did I see something for the Raiders? Yes, I do have Raiders and Golden Knights jewelry. I love that. that. Yeah, and I use that for fundraising as well. And you have some high-end pieces, too. I saw some really beautiful earrings that you had. The um, Yeah, I, I make some, like, crystal hoop earrings. Mm-hmm. And I make uh, other necklaces and, and, and bracelets that are, you know, with crystals or semi-precious stones or glass. So those basically are one of a kind. Um, right. I don't duplicate a lot of those because... I get my beads from all different places and it's not, you know, guaranteed I can get the same beads. So I like having one of a kind, you know. Oh, sure. People love to buy something that nobody else can have. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's so awesome. You've been able to combine your passion for jewelry with your passion for animals. Yeah, it's great. It really is. I mean, that's the whole reason why I started the jewelry with a purpose. Now the MCL jewelry designs is, you know, one of these days I would love to be able to, make a living doing my jewelry and my way of giving back is, you know, of being, you know, grateful for it is to give back to helping animals. So that's my goal. Yeah, mine too. That's why I do what I do with the purpose of helping cats remain in their forever homes. And, you know, I need to make a living, but I'm not looking to get rich just to keep a roof over, keep my cats happy and healthy and be able to, you know, reach out and help as many cats and cat owners as possible. And, And I love dogs too. My parents have seven dogs. When I go to their house, I get my dog fix. I grew up with a dog, but my lifestyle never was very supportive of having dogs. So, um, and I've always had this kinship with cats. I don't know what it is. So when I talk about cats, I don't mean to leave out the dogs. I love them too. My, my mom and dad have seven of the greatest dogs you could ever want. They're so sweet and adorable. You know, of course, it's a little overwhelming at first. Dog energy is so much more out there than cat energy, but I love them. Anything with a heartbeat, I love. It doesn't matter. I've had birds, too. Uh, About the only thing I haven't had is reptiles. When I was a kid, I had mice and gerbils. Never had a hamster, but I love them all, you know, and I want to see every living creature deserves a loving home. They do. They really do. I, I had dogs growing up. Did you? And, and I was never, uh, and forgive me for saying this, I was never a cat person. Not that I disliked them. I no, I get it. Didn't have a lot of experience until I had uh-huh. my cat, my first right. cat. Right. She was the best cat ever. And then I got my dog after that. So um, I got. And you had them at the same time. They got along. 
Well, that it was a it was a growing process. It was uh <laughs> yeah. I um I had my cat first. I got uh-huh. her when she was eight. And I had her for a few years. I think I got her in 2007. And then I got my dog in 2011. She was six when I got her. And uh, it was a slow process. I brought my dog home and I made sure I kept her and the cat separated. Well, shortly after that, I had gone into the kitchen to get something and uh-huh. I heard a loud screech. Uh-oh. And I went running into the living room. I'm and of course I'm talking to them like they're going to answer me, right? I do too. Like, I do too. <laughs> I did. I said, "What happened?" And I'm like, "Nobody said anything. I never knew what happened." But after that, they had no problem. So I'm like, "Okay, we're they good." They had they had their little. I'm the boss, and you're not. They came to an agreement, and that That's was that. Right. That's right. My cat said, "You know, I was here first. These are my rules. We'll get along just fine." And the dog was uh-huh. like, "Okay." I have a feeling that your cow laid down the law. She did. <laughs> yeah, never had any problems after. So oh, I, I love dog-cat friendships. I would love to have one. But I think if I brought a dog home, the 20 of these felines would form a mutiny and throw me out. I Yeah, yeah. Dogs or, or they would torment the dog where the dog would want to leave. Right? <laughs> I know. Well, is there anything that else that we haven't talked about that you'd like to say? Like, where can people find you? Or, or do you have a website? Or are you on Facebook? Where can they find MCL Jewelry Designs? I have a MCL Jewelry Designs Facebook page. I don't oh. have a website yet. I am working, will be working on an Etsy shop. Um, when, I just don't know when that's going to happen. But I do have a lot of my stuff up on Facebook under I MCL love Jewelry Designs. Yeah. Well, I always write a blog that goes with the radio shows. So when I write the blog, I will make sure I have a link to the Facebook page for MCL Jewelry Design so everybody can go and take a look, order some jewelry, and save some feline and canine lives in the process. That's right. Thank you. Well, I guess it's time for us to wrap up. I'm so glad we finally made this happen. I know we've been trying for a while. I'm glad our, our schedule's finally synced up, Maria. And I would love to have you on again. And I wish you so much success with M Steel Jewelry Designs. And I hope one day that is exactly what you're working, doing, making a living and helping cats and dogs in the process. Thank you, Rita. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This has been fun. It was my pleasure. And I would also like to thank my producer, Mark Winter, who always makes my show sound so awesome. He'll edit out any of the (laughs) boo-boos. And I'm just happy that uh, he took a chance on my podcast and put it on Pet Life Radio. Until next time, just remember, every day is Catterday. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.